Ah, <laughs> yes, it is the summertime. So you know what that means? It is our summertime soapbox special. Yeah. So we got a bunch of soapboxes for y'all to enjoy some compilations from previous episodes. So enjoy the summer. We're taking a break for this summer. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy your summer, people. As we spoke before uh, about the <clears throat> war or tragedy, however you want to frame it, going on in the Ukraine, it's hard to trust what information that you receive at this time and knowing. But I mean, you, you can see what your eyes tell you. It's tragedy. People are dying. People being shipped out to avoid death, to see buildings being blown to pieces. can only imagine how that would happen on United States soil. So I guess you can imagine why they spent so much money on, the, on our defense system here in the United States. Huh? Uh, over 50% of our budget is allocated to that. But we are spending more on our defenses than any other country. And other countries are not getting raided or destroyed. Like I said before in shows, I think maybe a season ago, where we stated that we spend more than the next 25 countries combined. And the crazy thing is, they're all our allies. So who are we defending against? So I get it. But what I don't get is sending over 14 or roughly $14 billion to the Ukraine to assist them. And is it money that they need or do they need more bodies, more equipment? Because the money's not going to buy you uh, more soldiers. Does it maybe it buys you the technology you need, like drones or whatever you need to, to defend and fight? And in a sense, are we going to make more allegiance? Because I believe Russia's made an allegiance with China. And we all know that we owe China tons and tons of money. Because we're in China's pocket, too. And China's are already the number one loan shark or loan agent to many parts of Africa. So in a sense, China owns Africa, the United States, and now they're buddies with Russia. Where does that leave? Everything. Will this be some form of another world war i mean where, where does it stop where does this greed stop why does the money keep going be allocated being spent for things that to me are frivolous the money can go so many different places in so many different ways like there's things that's going on right now if i remember this correctly uh, even our debt as we give them 14 billion dollars the u.s debt has exceeded over 27.8 trillion dollars the highest has been since 2007, 2009, which was the recession. I don't know if you remember that. Okay. So we're already in debt and we're going to throw more money to other countries instead of spending money here where it needs to be spent. Maybe this debt could be corrected if we actually focus some of that money towards our education. Now, they do put money towards our education, but we're at the bottom of the totem pole for the money that has to be allocated to certain areas. There's actually five departments that it has to be allocated to. A lot of that has to do with the healthcare and protecting and providing for our veterans. Another goes towards the infrastructure slightly, and a good portion of it goes towards our military and our defenses. But we don't even have clean water. The entire United States right now, they say it's unsafe to drink tap water. I, I remember growing up, we used to drink water out of the, uh, the hose, the, the garden hose. We drink water, right? We play all day. Kids don't know anything about that. We have video games. My generation had Atari. We had Nintendo. 
we'll go play Nintendo at another friend's house. You just had to be outside. You got to be home before the what? Street lights came home, right? And then if you were thirsty, you got the water hose. That's what we did. But nowadays, you can't even drink clean water. And the most egregious part of this is happening in Flint, Michigan. We've been talking about this for almost a decade. And they still yet have water that is suitable for drinking, let alone cooking. Even if you boil the damn thing, you're going to boil lead. Obviously, you don't want to take a shower in this stuff, but it's still happening. And no one's telling them to flee like Ukraine, but but this is still toxic to them and toxic when you have newborn children. We're talking about nearly a decade worth. Yes, some of them can make the NBA or NFL. We see Kyle Kuzma. Good, congratulations. Because you were bo- you're not born, you were raised into this, into that toxic environment. But this is happening in our own backyard. What about the impoverished cities with the crime rates? Now, with the, especially with the gas prices shooting through the roof, with the inflation, this is probably the largest inflation I've ever seen in my 40 years. Across the board, not just gas, but everything else. Everything else, even your cable bill, your, your light bill, everything is shooting through the roof. Buying food, your natural things that you need, food prices are through the roof. Who can afford this stuff? Is everyone an entrepreneur? Is everybody making six figures or seven figures? No, the everyday man's increase of income has not gone up that much in the last five to 10 years. What does that do? So as we continue to create this huge, this bigger gap between the have and the have nots, the have nots will find a way to stay above water. They will find a way. You will see crime rates shooting up. And what does that mean? It means we have too many people in this society who do not have the means to take care of themselves. How does that happen? We not put enough money into our educational system. Some of that money can go towards, hmm, what about in their junior and senior years, we actually start having trade classes like they did when I was growing up. They had wood shop. They had, they had uh, 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 for a school for mechanics, whatnot, if you want to learn how to do that, auto shop. They had those things. They can have so many other things as well. They have other things. You, you, could, you can learn to be a plumber. Why can't they learn that trade? Because not everybody's going to go to college, people. It's just not the fact of the matter. And many people who go to college don't even work in the profession that they uh, went to college for. Majority of them. And a lot of people who work in trades make a lot more money than people who actually went to college. Why do they tell you this? Why do they don't have a dental hygienist class? They make almost $80,000 a year on average, right? You could be a civil engineer tech working with the other engineers who actually went to college. They have people who work with them. Even electrician, everyone needs an electrician, especially now where our whole country is surrounded by electricity. When you talk about your Wi-Fi and stuff like that, electricians, plumbers, all these guys make a good living, enough to be able to provide for their families, enough to where these guys do not have to struggle and become the ones who are robbing you left and right. You could be a sonographer, MRI tech. All the people you see working at the at the doctor's office or the dentist's office, the people who the people you see the most, those are all trades. Radiology tech, so many different fields you can do. They can teach you this at the high school level. My mother works at a trade school. When you see those commercials, they said, get off your butt and go do this now. They're trying to convince you to go to a trade school, but you got to pay for those. Why can't we have introductory classes to these where you at least get enough units to where now you can continue this education at the at the um, free community college level? They do it for college students. They have AP classes. So when you go to college, you're already surpassed your freshman year. 
sometimes your sophomore year, if you started AP classes early enough, why can't you do the same thing for trade? Everyone's not meant to do that. Everyone's not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everyone's not meant to be a CEO. Everyone's not meant to be a janitor. Everyone's not meant to have a trade, but these things all are necessary in our society. We have all these different levels. What we don't need more are more homeless people. What we don't need more is more gangs and crime and criminals. We don't need more of that. These are the things that are holding back society. But yet and still, we continue to focus on things that are not important. We continue to focus on war. We continue to focus on all these different things that's not gonna help us be better. We need to have clean water. We, we need to have more professionals. We need to have more trade people out there. These are the things that we need in our society for us to be strong but we continue to ignore it. And for what? Follow the money, follow the money. This money is there to make the rich continue to be richer. They do not give a damn about your succession in life. Until next time. We do not own the rights to this music. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall And in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about the games That I had played with many hearts And I'm not saying no names Then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn Cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels All I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal Playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true Holding in my laugh as I say that I love you Saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear Whispering I love you and I'll always be here Although I often reminisce, I can't believe that I found A desire for true love floating around Inside my soul, because my soul is cold One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old But the other half needs affection and joy And the warmth that is created by a girl and a boy I need love
wanna kiss you, hold you, never scold you, just love you Suck on your neck, caress you and rub you Grind, moan, and never be alone If you're not standing next to me, you're on the phone Can't you hear it in my voice? I need love bad I got money, but love something I never had I need your ruby red lips, sweet face and all I love you more than a man who's ten feet tall I watch the sunrise in your eyes We're so in love when we hug, we become paralyzed Our bodies explode in ecstasy unreal You're as soft as a pillow and I'm as hard as steel It's like a dreamland, I can't lie, I've never been there Maybe this is an experience that me and you can share Clean and unsoiled, yet sweaty and wet I swear to you, this is something I'll never forget I need love Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? No! Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562 562- PDA 7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA. All right, you know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It's the happy birthday. So let's go. Chloe Kardashian is turning 38 this week, and Chloe Bailey is turning 24. Bradley Beal is turning 29. Toby McGuire, one of those Spider-Mans, he's turning 47 this week. And Pamela Anderson, 
Baywatch. She's turning 55 this week. NBA legend Joe Johnson turning 41 this week, and her is turning 25. Vera Wang, Vera Wang is turning 73 this week, and Kawhi Leonard, the claw, turning 31. From 911 television series, Oliver Stark turning 31 this week, and Elon Musk is turning 51. Rob Deerdeck from Rob Big. Rob Deerdeck's turning 48 this week. And also from Ridiculous is Rob Deerdeck turning 48 this week. And Missy Ellis turning 51. And Mitch Richmond is turning 57. Kathy Bates, watch your ankles, people. Watch your ankles. Kathy Bates is turning 74 this week. And Mel Brooks is turning 96. And Kent Baseball turning 33. Tashina Arnold. Tashina Arnold's turning 53 this week. And Plies, we all know Plies. That's Kirk Franklin's cousin. Plies is turning 46. And Clark Kellogg's turning 61. John Cusack. John Cusack's turning 56 this week. And John Elway's turning 62. Horace Grant, NBA legend and champion. Horace Grant turning 57 this week. And Colin Jones. Colin Jones from Saturday Night Live is turning 40. Don Ackroyd turning 70 this week. And Michael Porter Jr. is turning 24. Charlemagne the God's turning 44 this week. And Saweet is turning 28. And Iron Mike Tyson turning 56. Gary Busey is turning 78 this week. And Alicia Fox from the WWE. She's turning 36. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps turning 37 this week. Fantasia turning 38. And Lizzie Lohan turning 36. Cody Rhodes from the WWE turning 37 this week. And Burner Boy turning 31. And Brett the Hitman Hart turning 65 this week. And finally, Larry David turning 75. Actually, we're not done just yet. From Criminal Minds, Thomas Gibson turning 60 and Party Next Door turning 29. Party Next Door turning 29. And finally, 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 Tom Wu is turning 60. We only have one honorable mention this week. Mr. Miyagi-san, Pat Morita, passed away 2005, would have been 90 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. As we know, when I come here on my soapbox, I just just start thinking and reflecting on things, how they affect me. Most of the times, if you can see me, I'm here with my eyes closed just alone in my thoughts and always trying to bring you a message, give you an inkling what's in my spirit. And what I try to do, even though many times you will hear me say something that seems a bit activist or some form of activism, is just me trying to highlight things that are, are happening in our community, highlighting the injustices and the unfairness and hoping that someone who does not look like me can understand where people who look like me may be coming from and it's in other things as well the things to uh, speak about in our own communities when I speak about um, us loving each other and uplifting each other rather tearing each other down and killing each other having some form of self-love self-respect and in all doing so as we're all on this journey to better ourselves you have to make sure that you protect your energy. What do I mean by that? Naturally, from where we're born and people believe, oh, we come from God and we're God's children or have you. Naturally, as children, we have joy. Naturally, in our most innocent states, we have love and peace. We don't have a care in the world because those who chose to have us 
shield us from all the world's toils and terrors. They have us believing in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy. They want you to believe that all the things, all the merry things are great and everything is good in the world. Don't worry until the world comes crashing in until you're hit with reality. Whether it's through someone dying or something happening to you or to someone around you. And then you realize it's not all rose petals and daisies. Until you have that glimpse of having some sort of where you have to take care of yourself. You have to go into the real world and get a job and, and, and so forth and so on. You start dealing with people and their stuff. Because as the years go on, that cloak that's over you gets torn down little by little by little piece by piece, brick by brick. And you can allow the negative things that happen to these people, how they can turn that, create it in themselves and need a place to dump that negativity. So they want to dump it onto you. You have to do your best to protect your peace, to protect your energy. You can have your energy go out there you can choose to make it positive you can choose to have it be negative you can sometimes take the negative and try to spin it and to project it to someplace else instead of someone else some people choose to run jog exercise some people pray some people just scream whatever you do do it in a healthy manner try your best to leave a positive impact on all those around you do your best to not perpetuate the negativity that is probably flowing around you. If you have to, change your entire scenery, change your environment. Because if you're surrounded by a cesspool, eventually it will break you down and seep in. Sometimes you have to just remove yourself from situations to make sure that you can shine as bright as you possibly can. But it all works. Make sure that you keep your vibrations high. Make sure that you're doing your best every day to make a positive impact in all those around you. Because when you're even doing things that you feel are, po are positive, and then no matter what you do, people still will try to find a negative. Sometimes you have to realize, you know what? Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the company that I keep. And if that is the case, what does that say about me? Don't look too hard to try to please everyone because I'm telling you people, you never will. Do what's best for your peace. Do what's best for your energy and you portray the best light that you possibly can. Don't ever try to live a life for anyone else than yourself. You will drive yourself crazy trying to live a life for other people, trying to have an image for other people, trying to portray something that you probably possibly cannot. Be true to yourself. Love yourself first and the world around you will have no choice but to love you back. Until next time.
we do not own the rights to this music. How your son? He made the team this year? He said he wasn't tall enough. This is family business, and this is for the family that can't be with us. And this is for my cousin locked down, all the answers in us. This is why I spit it in my song, so sweet like a photo where your granny's pitching out at you gone and hit us. Super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas, this can't be right. Yeah, you heard the track I did, man, this can't be life. Somebody please say grace so I can save face and have a reason to cover my face. I even made you a play. So fool, know how granny do it. Monkey bread on the side, know how the family do it. When I brought her, why the car had to look all through it? As kids, we used to laugh. Who knew that life would move this fast? Who knew I have to look at you through a glass? And look, you tell me you ain't did it, then you ain't did it. And if you did, then that's family business. Everybody standing with us. Come on, let's take a family Grammy picture. Abby, remember when they ain't believing me? Now she like, see, that's my cousin on TV. Now we getting it and we gon' make it and they gon' hate it and I'm his favorite. I can't deny it. I'm a straight rider, but when we get together, be electric sliding. Grandma, get them shook up. Oh no, don't open the photo book up. I got a Aunt Ruth that can't remember your name, but I bet them Polaroids are center down memory lane. You know that one Aunt. You don't mean to be rude, but every holiday nobody eating a food And you don't wanna stay there, cause them your worst cousins Got roaches at the crib like them your first cousins Act like you ain't took a bath with your cousin Fit three in the bed, if it's six of y'all I'm talking about three by the head and three by the leg But you ain't have to tell my girl I used to pee in the bed Keep your heart to God and keep your face to the rising sun All my niggas from the shies, my family dog And my niggas ain't my guys, they my family dog I feel like one day you'll understand me dog You can still love your man and be manly dog You ain't gotta get heated at every housewarming Sitting here grilling people like George Foreman My Uncle Ray and Aunt Sheila always performing Second she storm out, then he storming Y'all gon' sit down, have a good time this reunion And drink some wine like communion and act like Everything fine and if it isn't we ain't letting everybody in our family business on uh.
out of jail. That's right. The Supreme Court has officially overturned Roe v. Wade. And look, I, I know we expected it because the decision was leaked back in May, but that doesn't make it any better, you know? It's kind of like when, as a kid, you were acting up in the grocery store and your mom would tell you, oh, I'm gonna whip your ass when we get home. <laughs> yeah, you weren't like, oh, sweet, I'm glad she told me first. That has softened the blow. <laughs> because in some ways, it almost made it worse, right? We got to dread the day, and now that day is here. And honestly, it's kind of surreal. For 50 years, 50 years, women in America have had a constitutional right to an abortion, and now, just like that, the Supreme Court has decided that it's finished. And by the way, the Constitution didn't change, right? Nicholas Cage didn't find a lost passage <laughs> inside of a pyramid somewhere. <laughs> the only thing that changed is that Donald Trump, of all people, managed to appoint three pro-life justices to the Supreme Court. Judges who, by the way, went on and on in their confirmation hearings about how much they respect the important precedent of Roe versus Wade. And we all knew they were full of shit, too, huh? <laughs> Because, I mean, that's the same line you use whenever you book an Airbnb. I would never throw a party. <laughs> pa party? Party? Am I even saying that right? Party? <laughs> By the way, there's a hot tub in this house, yeah? <laughs> it seems like the only people on the planet who didn't realize what was happening were Joe Manchin and Susan Collins, who now say that they were tricked. Tricked, I tell you, by these judges. And by the way, why does Susan Collins never get tricked into improving healthcare or solving climate change, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's never like, oh, damn it, I accidentally canceled student loan debt. Get it together, Susan! <laughs> and if the overturning wasn't bad enough, Justice QAnon himself, Clarence Thomas, wrote <laughs> that he wants the court to reconsider the rights to gay marriage, gay sex, and contraception. Yeah, imagine that. This dude is so extreme, he's talking about banning rights I didn't even realize could be banned. <laughs> he's gonna be reading the newspaper like, Justice Thomas wants to ban the right to engage in nipple play? What? <laughs> like, at some point, you're not even a judge anymore. You're just a cock block in a fancy robe. That's all you are. <laughs> hating on everybody else. And by the way, by the way, the one ruling Clarence Thomas doesn't want to overturn and all the others that he mentioned is the right to interracial marriage. Yeah, which uh, is a coincidence because he happens to be in an interracial marriage. <laughs> yeah, I guess apparently if something affects Clarence Thomas personally, he's okay with it. Makes me think if we could just somehow get him impregnated by like a gay man, all of our problems would be solved. <laughs> and by the way, that's just a joke. I know there's some right-wing pundit who's gonna be like, is Trevor Noah threatening to sodomize and impregnate a Supreme Court justice? Is that what he's doing? The, there are people standing outside his house right now with a penis. Is that what he's doing? No, it's a joke, calm down. <laughs> now. Despite the Supreme Court ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade, that doesn't mean people in America want abortion outlawed. And the reaction, the reaction to Friday's ruling showed just how out of step the Supreme Court actually is. From Los Angeles to Cleveland. And Huntsville, Alabama. Americans took to the streets nationwide over the weekend. The protests largely peaceful. Gatherings once again outside the justices' D.C. area homes Friday and stretching from coast to coast today. Thousands of pro-abortion rights activists jammed New York City traffic for hours, others blocking a Los Angeles freeway. This decision is an outrage. This decision is absolutely terrifying, but more than anything, it just makes me angry. Yeah, that's right. From New York to New Mexico, millions around the country are furious, and rightfully so. Because women in America just lost control over their own 
bodies, which I don't care who you are, is a horrifying thing to be faced with. I mean, Rudy Giuliani called the cops because someone touched his back without permission. <laughs> Imagine if someone forced him to give birth, huh? <laughs> I mean, someone would have to have sex with him first, but you get the point. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And after half a century of having that right, it's now being taken away, which is especially crazy when you consider that countries like Mexico and Ireland are moving forward in the opposite direction. You do realize how weird that is, right? Ireland has had violent conflicts between Christians and other Christians, and even they are looking at America like, don't you think you're taking it a wee bit too far with the Jesus stuff? <laughs> it's a little bit too crazy, don't you think? So the Supreme Court is shutting everything down. People are rising up in the streets, and the Democrats, well, they responded in a way that only the Democrats can. Democrats are already looking to November. They have fundraising emails going out in response to this decision. They have a new website up. Speaker Nancy Pelosi looked downcast when she began her press conference. I am personally overwhelmed by this decision. From time to time, I quote, this poem. I have no other country, even though my land is burning. Michigan Congressman Andy Levin tweeted a photo of himself in a yoga pose, saying, quote, in a moment of intense anger, I turn inward. Let us release toxicity. I feel like that's the perfect yoga pose for democratic leadership. <laughs> yeah, very little action and your head is basically up your own ass. Because I don't know if anybody voted for the performative aspect. People just want things done, right? No one cares about kente cloths or singing on the Capitol steps, and especially not poetry, right? I feel like any moment now, Chuck Schumer's gonna throw in a fake pregnant belly and just take a knee in the Capitol, be like, <laughs> we are all pregnant now and we're standing together. <laughs> Why do Democrats do this? Why do they do this? Not once have I seen Mitch McConnell come out and sing a song about how overwhelmed he is. He just gets things done. He never comes out like, oh, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. <laughs> no. Every time he used his power to make a new rule, in fact, that presidents can't appoint judges if it's an election year and they're black. Well, I didn't make him black, that was his dad. <laughs> in fact, watching the Democrats' response, and knowing, knowing that they had multiple opportunities to get ahead of this, it, it made me think maybe voters should change things up. You know, maybe you should do a new thing in America. Instead of fundraising emails, maybe you should do fund rewarding emails, right? Yeah, make the Democrats show you what they've done and then you donate to their cause. Instead of them being like, donate, we'll do something, and then they don't. What are they doing? <laughs> it's the same reason. It's the same reason I don't pay my barber before he does the job. <laughs> yeah, he'll get his money after I see what he does with my hairline. I'm not making that mistake again. <laughs> and now please, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Democrats are doing nothing in response to this ruling. The Biden administration has said that it would fight any attempt to restrict access to abortion pills, regardless of state laws. And they'll protect people who travel out of state to get a legal abortion. Plus, the Senate Judiciary Committee says that they're gonna hold a hearing next month to explore its options. Yeah. Yeah, so they're coming through with both too little and too late. Very nice, very nice. The full range. Oh, and, and, and in case, and in case you're wondering what Republican lawmakers think of telling women what they should do with their own bodies, well, 
They're celebrating the win of small government over the people. Cheers from anti-abortion rights advocates, some celebrating the decision they've been working toward for decades. We are the post-road over the weekend, President Trump took a victory lap on his conservative court appointments at a rally with Republican House member Mary Miller, who made these controversial comments. I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. A Utah state legislator is under fire for her remarks defending Utah's new abortion ban. And my response is, I do trust women enough to control when they allow a man to ejaculate so inside of them and to control that intake of semen. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, did she say women should control their intake of semen? How, how? By, by, by turning the little tap that's on the top of the penis? Is that turning that? Ah, that's enough, I don't wanna get too pregnant. Ah, ah. That other woman with Trump, that was even worse. She literally thanked Trump for saving white life. And to be fair, to be fair, she later said that she misspoke and meant to say right to life. But, okay, here's the thing. Even if she misspoke, she still just kept on talking without fixing it. It's like she heard herself call it a victory for white life and thought, yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Yeah, <laughs> let's stick with that. What's even worse is that the Trump supporters applauded her. Right, even if we give her the benefit of the doubt, the reaction from the crowd is pretty telling, right? I mean, it's, it's one thing for a person to accidentally rip a fart in an elevator, <laughs> but it's way worse if everyone else in the elevator goes, oh yeah, yeah, that's the good stuff. Yeah, we like that. We like that a lot. So yeah, pro-lifers are feeling pretty good right now. But if you think that Roe being dead is the end of the story, and you think the right-wingers are just gonna take their Bibles and go home, think again, because they're saying that this is just the beginning. Some emboldened House Republicans wanna take this one step further by pushing legislation to ban abortion at 15 weeks nationwide. Uh, we know that uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, who wants to run for president, supports a, a nationwide ban on abortion. Another big question is over the abortion pill, as it's called. Some states right. may want to target that medication. In the states that ban abortion, it is illegal to get those pills from a doctor. And some states are trying to go further and also ban receiving the pills by mail from a state where they're legal. Yeah, you see, conservative extremists aren't going to stop fighting just because they got Roe overturned. They just won a huge victory. Why would they quit now? When a team scores a touchdown, they don't just walk off the field congratulating each other, you know? I mean, the New York Jets do, but the rest of the teams, <laughs> they keep trying to run up the score. And that's what these people have their sights set on. Because first it was no late-term abortions. Oh, okay, fine, seems reasonable. Then it was no abortion after 23 weeks, then 15 weeks, then six, now zero. What's next? Well, they're just gonna make tiny little handcuffs to arrest every sperm that didn't fertilize an egg? Is that what it'll be? Now, maybe next time you'll think twice before ending up in a sock instead of a vagina, huh? <laughs> and I know, I know many people around the country feel infuriated, depressed, and like there's no hope. But there is. There really is. First of all, there are many organizations, grassroots organizations, on the ground who have already been helping women who couldn't get an abortion because they lived in some of these most extreme states. So you can donate to them or you can volunteer. And as for the Democrats in power, there is something you can actually do. Yeah, 
here, I actually wrote, wrote you a poem. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. The people voted, so how about doing a job in passing laws to codify contraception, marriage equality, and all the other rights the Supreme Court has basically threatened to take away? And so are you. Take a quick break, but before we go, let's catch up with our very own Desi Lydic, everybody. Okay, so I had to tap in for this one. Had to tap in. Um, couldn't even take some time off and <laughs> just enjoy the weather. Um, had to tap in on this one. It's um. I should say that I'm not surprised of the recent uh, delivery or uh, law changing and um, backward step this country has made. That's that's the thing that's getting me the most is that this country is built on chauvinism and racism. It's built on that. That's why the guns are so deeply ingrained into our society, why there's actual constitutional right. And people have to understand when that came in. And people want to start using the Bible and stuff as using it as a shield for what this really is, masking what this truly, truly is. This is a power move. They don't care. They don't care what's happening in your womb. And I do remember growing up, how people would say how the Ku Klux Klan were um, owning uh, Planned Parenthood over here, trying to destroy as many um, African-American fetuses as they could. And I did see that. And I understand that. But the real thing is, just like social, not social security, um, just like uh, EBT or what they call it, uh, off the government, Section 8, all this stuff like that. Um, majority of people that were on that were white women. I mean, I know when we're stuck in our bubble looking in our own communities, we think it's us. But you got to understand there's a thing called Middle America, very uninformed. Um, you see that every time you see if you watch The Daily Show and you have the people going to interview these people, uh, Trump supporters or whomever, um, very uneducated. It, it, they used to do it on one of the late night uh, talk shows um, when they used to go out in the public and try to see who knows what about what, knowing anything about their current presidency or government, local or, or national or federal. And just very uninformed people. Um, you can use any sort of clickbait to get them to believe this is true. Because you, you can post a meme. You post a meme, and that must be true, right? So um, to see what's happening right now, uh, it's alarming. Even though we come from a country where um, I'm used to not being treated fair, and we still have different laws, even though there's you don't see Jim Crow. I just heard a story the other day where they found a man, a black man, father of two, um, hanging from a tree. He was lynched on Juneteenth, found on Juneteenth, and you barely hear anything about it. So racism is still very embedded in this country, but don't go ahead and say, remember I talked about on shows before how it took white women, not just the minor women in general, a hundred years after the country was established to even have the right to vote. I don't give a damn about you. Roe versus Wade. Let's get into it just a little bit. Read some stuff to you. Roe versus Wade, legal case in which U.S. Supreme Court 
on January 22, 1973, ruled that the unduly restrictive state regulation of abortion is unconstitutional. In a majority opinion written by Justice Harry A. Blackman, the court held that a set of Texas statutes criminalizing abortion in most instances violated a woman's constitutional right of privacy, which it found to be implicit in the liberty guaranteed of the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. Nor shall any state deprive a person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court in 2022. Let's go further back into that. The case began in 1970 when Jane Roe, a fictional name used to protect the identity of the plaintiff who was now known as Norma McCorvey, instituted a federal action against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas, where Roe resided. The Supreme Court disagreed with Roe's assertion of an absolute right to terminate pregnancy in any way and at any time and attempted to balance a woman's right of privacy with the state's interest in regulating abortion. In his opinion, Blackman noted that only a compelling state interest justifies regulations limiting fundamental rights such as privacy and the legislators must therefore draw statutes narrowly to express only the legitimate state interest at stake. The court then attempted to balance the state's distinct compelling interest in the health of pregnant women and in the potential life of fetuses. It placed the point after which a state's compelling interest in the pregnant woman's health would allow it to regulate abortion at approximately the end of the first trimester of pregnancy. With regard to the fetus, the court located that point at capability of meaningful life outside the mother's womb or viability, which occurs at about 24 weeks of pregnancy. Repeated challenges since 1973 narrowed the scope of Roe v. Wade, but did not overturn it. In Planned Parenthood of Southern Eastern Pennsylvania v. Casey in 1992, the Supreme Court established that restrictions on abortion are unconstitutional if they place an undue burden on a woman seeking an abortion before the fetus is viable. In Gonzalez v. Carhartt 2007, the court upheld the Federal Partial Birth Abortion Ban Act of 2003, which prohibited a rarely used abortion procedure known as intact dilation and the evacuation. In Whole Woman's Health versus Helstert in 2016, the court invoked its decision in Casey to strike down two provisions of a Texas law requiring abortion clinics to meet the standards of voluntary surgical censures and abortion doctors to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital. Four years later in June, Medical Services LLC versus Russo in 2020, the court invoked Whole Woman's Health to declare unconstitutional a Louisiana statute that was as the majority noted, nearly identical to Texas admitting privileges law. In May 2021, the Supreme Court agreed to review in its October 21 term lower court's decision to strike down a Mississippi state law adopted in 2018 that banned most abortions after the 15th week of pregnancy well before the point of fetal viability. Although the law was plainly unconstitutional under Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, Mississippi lawmakers passed the measure in the hope that an inevitable inevitable legal challenge would eventually make its way to the Supreme Court where a conservative majority of justices would overturn or drastically reduce the scope of those decisions. The single question that the court agreed to consider in the case Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization was whether bans on all prior viability abortions are unconstitutional in May 2022 an apparent draft of a majority opinion in case written by Justice Samuel A. Alito Jr. was leaked 
to a political news publication in what would be extraordinary breach of the traditional secrecy in which the court conducts its deliberations. The opinion dated February 2022 indicated that the court had voted to overturn both Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Katie. As expected, both Roe and Casey were overturned in court's official decisions in Dobbs, issued in June 22, in which Alito held that there is no constitutional right to abortion. This is the thing. I find it, I want to say interesting, perplexing. The people who actually been through this, knowing there's their reason, reasoning wise, not just because they want to have a convenient life. Oh, you know, I just don't, I just, you know what? I'm not ready for this. They said, why don't you use contraceptives? And we could talk about how Clarence Thomas wants to get rid of that as well. Just really want to just say, I'm just going to just stick it to you. No pre-sex marriages. And you even have situations where people are molested, raped, may have health issues, even carrying to term rather the, the mother or the feed or, or the embryo or, or the child would die or both. There's several re- or, or a child may be born with complications because of history. There's so many reasons why people have abortion. It, it, it's basically for overall human health. People don't understand how hard it is to even conceive a child and all the difficulties a woman's body go through in doing so. So I'm not going to get into all that as I'm a man. I don't want to speak on a woman's parts, which is kind of ironically what exactly happened to the Supreme Court. Only one woman was the one who actually voted or deliberated in the, the fact to overturn Roe versus Wade. The rest were a bunch of white men and one black man. I'll give them that. Who, in, in my opinion, is an Oreo anyway. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The point that I want to make is this. If they actually cared about the lives of these children, many of whom would not have a decent American quality of life, then they would not be so against aid to assist those same disenfranchised communities. Then they would not have such loose gun laws that don't protect the schools. Oh, they want to go ahead and increase the age from 18 to 21. Like that's going to make a vast difference when we know the human mind does not fully mature to the to the age of 25. Hmm. So what is it really about? We know the gun laws. That has everything to do with money. And we know what money gives you. Power. Same thing here. I told you this before. All they want to do is raise a bunch of voters and military people. They need their pawns to fight their war. These are exposable lives. They're more towards to funneling the power at the top upper echelon, that 1% we always talk about. Everyone else is obsolete. Let them kill each other, who cares? We still profit from that. One less person that's gonna break down and, and take from the system. Hopefully one of them can grow up to be something substantial, but the, the odds are against them as well. We just need those votes from that, that group of people in middle America who just does not see the time of day and does not see the writing on the walls, what this means. And the other part is, back when, it was about 49 years ago, 
back then, people were still getting abortion. You think people just started getting abortions when they made it air quote, quote unquote, legal? No. So what is this going to happen now? What's the mortality rate now? How many women will have to die by doing things illegally? Doing things in an unsafe manner? Giving yourself an abortion in a public restroom? What's going to happen now? How many lives do you truly care about? Because now that embryo, you're going to lose now an actual, able, walking, taxpaying body. You don't care about their lives. You're willing to roll the dice on their lives just for power. Don't let them tell you otherwise. This is a disgusting day in American history. You see now, all of you who tried to justify the killings by the police towards the African-American community, you see now when they chase down the brown people who come here for a better part of life, so you have ICE over here treating them like human, like dogs when they lock their children up in cages. You see now what we've been telling you since the beginning of this country's time, do you see they don't care about you either remember when i talked to you guys about the white moderator those who are the middle class white america who felt as if that the black and brown people are making too many babies so they're going to catch up and pass us they're here to take our jobs they're here to take us away from having the authority when you never have it or had it it's not about the color of your skin it's about the color of the green in your pocket and the guy who looks just like you at the top of that mountain led you to believe, put you in a position of power, made you a police officer, made you a manager of the store. And says, hey, regulate these people. You're better than them, but you're making the same amount of money as them. Well, we'll pay you a dollar more so you can feel superior while they're laughing their way to the bank as they're taking advantage of you and everyone else in between. Like I said before on another show, maybe it's time for we all leave. How much power can you have over a nation if there's no followers? If there's no subjects to pay into the machine? If this country was to reduce their numbers by 60%, it would no longer be viable. If California itself just annexed themselves from the United, the United States, as we are still a state where you can still have legal abortions. Obviously, they're not going with the norm or going with the national, the federal holdings to still give us free will to make that decision. But understand this, what's next? What's next? This is just the first shoe to drop. What's next? Get your priorities, get your affairs in order, start heading for the border. Until next time. Well, that's it this week, guys, for our summertime soapbox special. Now, go out there and enjoy that nice, nice weather out there in this summertime, and we'll see y'all next time. Enjoy your summer, people.